Welcome to another episode of Emmy's Insight. It's your host Emmy, and today's episode I'm gonna be gonna be sharing a lot of positivity and just having a chat about your mindset and just your outlook and how it affects your mental health, especially and particularly in regards to body image. Okay, so I'm kind of this is a little bit of an unplanned podcast. Like I've been planning on filming it, sorry, recording it, but I'm going off on just like I'm just I'm just going free for all just just going with whatever comes to my head and I don't have like kind of a structure to follow but I do have a lot I want to say about this topic and especially do you know what I have I've kind of waited to record this until I feel like I'm doing a lot better myself mentally because I want to be in a much better place well I wanted to be in a much better place before I talked about this and shared a podcast episode on it and I definitely feel like I am the last few weeks have been really really good I'm actually yeah I'm doing really well so the mini life update I have for anyone who follows my YouTube I know I am a little bit behind schedule as in my videos are pre-filmed because it just it takes a long time for me to edit them and I just don't have that luxury in life at the moment with work and uni and honestly with uni it just takes over everything but um I yeah so my YouTube videos this they are going to catch up and I am actually like vlogging at the moment and sharing just like low-key that I'm thriving lately and the reason I like sharing this kind of thing is because positivity is infectious and so is negativity so you know how they always say the people you spend the most time with impact you like you are a product of the people you spend the most time with it's it's just like whatever content you consume whatever you surround yourself with whoever you surround yourself with it affects you they're the type of characteristics you take on the behavior traits you take on the way you think it's your environment that influences you so i i really want to be someone who is positive and be you know that positive influence rather than someone who is triggering or toxic and obviously to be able to share helpful things it's more helpful for yourself to be in a better place So yeah, the last few weeks, I felt like quite a mental shift in my mindset in so many areas, in my anxiety and my balance in life. It's all improved a lot. And one of the big factors that I feel like I have to work on a lot, which has been a main cause of my own eating disorder is body image. So I do want to talk a lot about body image in this episode and some of the things that I've been doing to help have this positive mindset Um, and also some of the things that I some of the things that I do to help my actual mental health when I don't have good body image especially so I guess I'll start with a few weeks ago I think it's been about three weeks since I've started to feel a lot better mentally and physically so if you guys do follow my I guess everything my journey I do share a lot about Um, recovering from having had anorexia and an ongoing eating disorder for quite a few years. Um, So I won't go too into depth with that because I have before, but essentially I never fully broke that eating disorder mindset. And although I would many times get to a much healthier place, I never fully recovered or I, you know, would get a bit heavier 
or get a bit healthier, gain a bit of weight, get a bit healthier. But I would never maintain a healthy size for me because it was so hard because of my body image issues or struggles. And everybody has body image issues. Um, And I always did when I was younger too. Just, I think just like everyone or at least most people, you know, some days you have good body image and you feel great about yourself and some days you don't. I was pretty much like that even growing up, even, you know, in the few years where I was competing at an elite level, I sometimes had bad body image days and I sometimes had good body image days. Um, And definitely, (laughs) look, diet culture is something that has been around for so long Um, So, you know, like even though our generation has the problem, I guess, or the, the, I don't want to say the issue because it can be a a source of good as well, but we have social media and we sometimes think, oh, you know, like, you know, it's so, it's accentuated all these issues. But back in the day, our parents or whatever had magazines and then they had TV, they still had those supermodels. And back then, people were so much less inclusive about, you know, uniqueness or differences about females. Like far out, I watched a Britney Spears documentary and she honestly walked so every female young singer or celebrity could run now. She freaking walked so far out, Miley Cyrus could run Actually, do you know what? Miley Cyrus copped a lot of shit too. Who's someone who's more recent? Britney Spears walked. So I can't think of anyone because literally anybody who is relevant, not relevant, but like big now or in their prime now, just think of anyone. Who's in their prime now? Fucking Dua Lipa. Britney Spears walked so Dua Lipa could run. Like Britney Spears. Oh my gosh. So in this doco, she copped so much sexism, so much abuse, so much verbal abuse and oh, so much emotional abuse because of, you know, being a sexy young female, being an empowered female, wearing quote-unquote provocative outfits. Fucking good on her. She got called so many names. She returned from having a baby and got fat shamed. Whereas she should have been praised for getting back out there after a baby in her, you know, usual outfits that she liked to perform in and go out there and dance and sing. Like, what a queen. She, oh, honestly. Anyway, where am I even going with this? Basically, what I'm saying is the, the toxic culture around bodies has been around forever. And, and I think we're, even though I, like, obviously social media does play a big role in, you know, triggering people and it, being a place of toxic content or just a toxic place it's also been a place that for the opposite you know where people can share really positive things there are so many accounts like Brie Lenahan is one of the girls that I follow who's so positive her content that she posts makes me feel happier you know she posts like those Instagram versus reality pictures like unpose versus pose and she's so real about it Um, and then you've got your opposite, your influencers that will post like photos where even they don't look like their Instagram. So social media has been, I don't think we can say that it's like made diet culture worse. It's, it's just been another way for diet culture to be promoted. Like it always has been, 
But the good thing is we're turning that around and there's a lot more body positivity and inclusivity in so many ways. Like in every different type of community that is different, people, it's so much more normal now. Mental health is normalized to talk about, you know, like people didn't talk so much about eating disorders and depression and anxiety 30 years ago. I know I wasn't alive 30 years ago, so someone might come at me and be like, yeah, they did. But I'm pretty sure that they didn't. (laughs) And same as, you know, people who are gay, people who are transgender, people who are whatever it is that isn't the societal expected norm. It's so much more normalized and talked about and accepted and it's, which it should be. Um, And I think there are some good things that are going to happen in the future. But anyway, I'm going off on quite a tangent. So well, how did I even get here? How did I even get here? Oh yeah, so in the past, I feel like I was quite normal with, you know, fluctuating body image. In hindsight, I do look back and a lot of, like I did have the tendency to fall into an eating disorder. Um, like I'll look back and think of things that I used to do pre-eating disorder and I realized, okay, that was a tendency. Like I never felt the way I did eating disorder. Like I didn't feel like I was in such a like purposely being restrictive but there were little things that I look back and I'm like if only I knew like I want to do like a full podcast episode just talking about like my eating disorder and when I had anorexia and like the things that I did that are so messed up and disordered for a few reasons one to talk about like how much better my life is now that I'm turning that around and now that I don't do those things anymore so it can be a source of like motivation to not do those things anymore because breaking habits especially when it comes from a place of your mental health is so hard you know like starting to eat enough calories starting to not be afraid of certain things starting to be able to eat meals when I was hungry or eat when I'm hungry even if I'd hit a certain amount of calories or even if it wasn't the exact time I normally ate like oh if you know you know but I do want to do a whole episode dedicated to that but some of the things that I did when I like I look back and I remember being 11 and I was not I didn't have an eating disorder because I remember I care I I ate and I wasn't afraid to and I remember I wasn't afraid of any specific foods um I all I cared about was sport and playing with my friends playing cops and robbers fucking running cross country netball PWSA like literally my week all I would think about and I was just always so excited about Netball on Saturday, Peter Jose on Friday, cross country training every morning before school, playing cops and robbers at lunchtime. Like I was so active and in such a like healthy place, but I do remember having body image issues sometimes. Like I remember I remember being really uncomfortable at the end of like year 5. I hated my body and I was a skinny kid, but I remember I didn't like my stomach because I didn't like how it wasn't flat enough or lean enough and I was 10 or 11 and then I remember in year six I ran cross country so much and I was just so active and I was a very skinny kid in year six and I used to get a lot of comments about it and I remember even back then people praise you but I remember being liking it or liking like my nana used to always say like you need to eat, you look, I don't know all nans say this, but she would compare me to other kids and be like, they look healthy, you need to eat, you're too skinny. And I remember liking being called too skinny. And I think it's a very common thing now still even, like not just with a child, but people, like that's why I never comment on people's bodies ever. Never comment on someone's photo. Like, do you remember back in 
high school people would comment like body oh my god hot body and do you know what I say back in high school people still do that um but yeah I just I I avoid ever commenting on someone's body um because you never know what's going on for that person you never know if they're in a really disordered place you never know if you are like encouraging a disordered behavior you they could be starving themselves and you're encouraging that by saying you look great like I remember when I used to when I was in my worst with my eating disorder I was so incredibly lean and people would comment like holy fuck like you have a six-pack like wow you're shredded like body goals and I could not get out of that because I was so afraid not to look like that anymore and it wasn't just because people were commenting that like I was also very much like I was I liked my body like that as much as I hate to say that um because of my body image issues and I just bring this up because I think people commenting on someone's body it could be definitely a factor that affects how they feel about their body and their ability to be healthy and do what their body needs because they're they're getting that positive reinforcement saying keep doing what you're doing people think it looks great and at the end of the day one of the biggest things that I've learned is that it does not matter what other people say about your body or think about your body because they don't even care about your body they care about their body or themselves so if you're doing whatever you're doing because you're worried about what other people are going to think of you, just remember, they're going to think about you for that one second that they see you and then they're going to forget when they go home. But you're going to go home and feel crap because, I don't know, whatever you're doing might be restrictive. It might be a really toxic place that you're in and it doesn't even affect them. So the biggest thing with other people's expectations is taking that out of the equation and worrying about your own body image and your own relationship with yourself so I think like one of the things that I was talking to my coach about recently was and she said and I'm like this is a great thing to share as well nobody remembers what you looked like they just remember how you make them feel and it's not even just how you make them feel it's how you like the type of person they are you remember who they are not what they look like even look back Think back six years ago, the people you were friends with. Do you remember exactly what their body looked like, their shape, their size? Probably not. And you shouldn't. You probably remember your friendship with them and how they made you feel and who they were as a person. So I know it's so much easier to say, like, it's better just be a nice person than how you look because, you know, it's a natural human trait to be concerned about your physical appearance. But it's also imperative in this process of healing your relationship with your body to start to appreciate and value who you are more than your body but that's not been the main thing or (laughs) one of the things that have helped me improve my body image recently so I know I always go back to explaining how my biggest motivation to recover has been my health and my sport and sorry to go back there again but that has been one of the biggest things helping my body image And I think for anybody, even if you're not a competitive athlete, even if you don't have a sport, finding some type of physical performance, not aesthetic, but performance, or even just, it doesn't have to be performance. It could be just any other physical indicator, like how you feel, your energy, your mood, find something or multiple things like that, that you can focus on when it gets tough to 
if you are in like the situation that I'm in when you need to gain weight to be a healthy size or even just when it gets tough to love your body. So I've found that lately, ever since um, getting to a bit of a healthier size from when I started again with my, um, as I say, like I get a bit healthier and then get too lean because of yeah that whole mindset. The reason I started with a treatment team is because I don't want to hit that roadblock and just stay in that cycle of being underweight and too like restrictive. I started with my treatment team so I could maintain and consistently stay healthy and get to the point where I am the healthiest so I can truly recover. And oh, and I've heard this from a few other people and I think I've started to experience it. When you aren't malnourished and you get a bit heavier or you get a bit healthier your body image improves just from getting there like you would think you would gain a bit of weight and start feeling crap and don't get me wrong some days you do but for the most part because your mental health improves so much when you're not malnourished and your brain is not malnourished your body image will improve too and you just feel so much happier and better about life when you're not in that eating disorder place or that restrictive mindset that you're so much happier about life in so many areas that your body image improves too because you have a better relationship with your body. So something I've kind of been getting onto my psychologist about a lot is I don't want to just focus on food because my biggest issue has always been body image. That's what triggered my eating disorder. And I remember in the past, like watching my sister go through her eating disorder when I used to be very healthy I would always think, oh, I'd never do that to my body. I would never do that because I care too much about my sport and my health. And then guess what happened? So it's so much easier said than done and it can be out of your control, but that's why you always have to be so like vigilant and on the ball about it because like for me, I'm always going to be on the ball because I know how easy it is or that I have the tendency to get into that mindset and once you've got there once you've got the eating disorder and once you've got anorexia it's so much more work and so much harder to get out of it so if you feel like you have those tendencies work on it now before it's I'm not going to say too late because obviously you can get back out of it but before it's um, escalated to that point where it's a mental health illness and you need psychological help or you're in psychological distress So that's another thing I would think about when I I think about looking back that if only I knew I was a kid, like I was in high school, I was in primary school. I didn't know that those things could lead to an eating disorder. And in those times, especially when I had thoughts like that in high school about my body, I was always reminded by my healthy self not to do that or not to act on those things by whatever it was. If it was competing, I was more worried about training and running well than how my body looked or being healthy or even even just having a good body image day. So that brings me to another thing that I've found really helpful lately. I know that my body fluctuates. I know that some days I'm going to be leaner than other days. Some days I'm going to hold more water than other days. I know that after a meal, I'm going to have more, (laughs) I'm going to potentially be bloated because I have more volume inside my body. I know that water and carbohydrates hold on to water. So if you have a high carb meal, you're going to retain more water. And I know that your body fluctuates depending on hormones, depending on, you know, sweating, depending on so many things. I also know that my 
body image and my mind and how I view myself, my perspective also fluctuates. By this, I mean, if you look in the mirror one morning and you feel so hot and so great, that could be because your body potentially is not holding on to water and that's what your mind sees as great. And I also am aware that you could be like, I could be, oh, I'm aware that I'm trying not to say this in the wrong way where I'm saying it's better to look lean. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm trying to just use an example. It could also be because your brain is just in a better mindset about yourself and you just feel great that day. When I have those moments, I let myself feel good about it. I let myself feel comfortable in my body. I let myself be like, yep, I'm looking great. Um, and and then I move on and don't let, and yeah, that's my, and then, and then on the flip side, if I look in the mirror and I feel crap about my body and I feel like I, my unhealthy self says, um, I call it unhealthy self when it's either disordered thoughts you have or just like mean things to yourself, toxic comments to yourself. If I look in the mirror and I feel I don't look good that day, I have bad body image that day, it could be because it's my brain thinking that. And then I also know your body does fluctuate, as I mentioned before. So what I do now when I feel like that, I just don't, I just switch it off. I just, I I have the thought, but I don't react to it. I don't have, I try not to have emotion to it. I just move on and think to myself, I could have just not looked in the mirror that then and it would not have affected my mood. So I'm not going to let it affect my mood now because I, like, you could have just not looked in the mirror. So I don't want you to, like, what I'm saying is if you look in the mirror and you feel bad, like, you wouldn't have felt bad if you didn't look. So I'm not saying don't look in the mirror. I'm saying just don't let whatever negative feeling you have, like don't take it on. And sometimes I just say to myself like, oh, okay, well, great. Like I don't look feel good right now. My body image isn't great right now, but I know it's going to change tomorrow. So I'm not going to feel bad today because I don't want the bad feeling. Like if it's a good feeling, I'll take it. But if it's a bad feeling, then I'm not going to take it. So I hope that makes sense. But that's something I was telling my psych about the other week that I do. Okay, so before I get into that, I do want to explain that. So for me, the thing that's been helping me the most with body image has been a few things. One has been how I feel mentally. I feel so much more happy and energetic and my mood is just so much better in all the other areas of my life the last three weeks. You know, being at a healthier size, everything's falling into place. Like I feel healthier. I don't feel so run down. My mindset isn't so restrictive and consumed by food. I'm excited about all the other things in life. And I feel like my true self, you know, I feel like, like being crazy and being funny and being fun and being wild. Like I just am happier and more me, if that makes sense. I'm also like less anxious and stressed about like, don't get me wrong. Like I do get stressed about how much I have going on with like uni and everything, just like the normal everyday things. But I'm less consumed by it and in a way better mindset by it. I enjoy training. So like how happy I am is so much more important because when I, even though, you know, I might get bad body image sometimes, when I, you know, that body that I kept going back to where I had a six pack and I was so, so unhealthy and underweight and malnourished, I was in such a negative place then. Like how can you be in a happy place or in a good place or have good mental health when you're deep in an eating disorder and you're restricting your food and you're starving yourself and you're physically ill. So my happiness and just general positive mood and mindset and mental health 
is one of the big things that are improving my body image or just helping me with like when I have bad body image days I'm like well like I know I am like I might be having a bad body image now but I had bad body image days even when I was in that ridiculous place (laughs) and if I do have bad body image instead of being thinking or letting that mindset that thinks I'll restrict and become extremely lean again I think well no because I felt crap then I want to be happy so why would I do that if it makes me unhappy and that's been very helpful to um you know be stronger than that restrictive or unhealthy self ed voice because like what it wants isn't worth it the other thing has been physical performance and as I as I mentioned that this is the biggest thing that has negatively been affected for me with my eating disorder and also the biggest thing that has encouraged me to recover and I did go through a phase where I felt so lost and I was like what's the point in recovering what if I don't even run well again what if I just gain weight and I hate my body because I'm not too lean and extremely shredded and I don't even run well this is the only reason I'm doing this that was literally what I said to my psych when I first started, the amount of times I cried and said, I just want to run well again. I just run on, run well again. And don't get me wrong, I do want to run well again. But I've also found and experienced that everything else in life gets better too. And you realize by doing it, all of those things you're scared about, it's so much, it's, it's just worth it. Like the fear of, for me, the fear of gaining weight and not being lean enough in bunny ears was it yeah it's just what the outcome mental health and even physical health has just been worth doing it even though I had that fear so okay physical health the last few weeks I have felt a difference at training and it's so empowering I've felt so much stronger I felt like I'm getting something out of training I feel like I'm getting you know, more speed, just more strength, more fitness. I'm lifting heavier weights. My actual running sessions are going better. I'm not getting as injured. I'm getting through more training. Like I could not train as many, like I just, I did training sessions and I just, they were crap. I felt lethargic. The amount of times in my training diary, I wrote in a little note after each session saying like felt lethargic, felt flat, felt crap. The last three weeks I've been making little notes saying felt great, felt good, felt fast felt strong and oh (laughs) I'm so happy um and yeah so I did go through a patch of feeling lost and then there was just I just clicked for me and I was watching nationals the live stream and I literally just got this intense focus after like five weeks of feeling so lost and not sure of what I was doing or what's the point anymore who I was I had this intense focus where I was like I know exactly what I want to do and what I need to do And I know what I love. I know why I do this sport. And I know that if I keep doing this and I'm consistent and I stay healthy and I stay strong, that I am going to be able to compete again and run a PB again. And it's like, I know that sounds very optimistic. And like deep down, I don't know if I will, but I also know I will, if that makes sense. Like I'm just so optimistic that I fully believe I will. And I'm a believer as well in like that your mindset affects what you can do. So I I believe that if you believe you can do something, then you can. So I'm choosing to believe it, if that makes sense. Okay, sorry, I'm sitting on my floor and my my left glute is cramping up right now. Oh, 
So physical performance has been such a big one. I did seven training sessions this week and I wanted to, like I was itching to train because I felt it wasn't in a disordered way. It wasn't like a, I feel like I have to train. It was a, I want to train because I'm so full of energy and I'm so excited and I love training and it's fun. I lifted PBs in the gym to this week. I bench pressed 40 kilos. Go me. I ran, did my three running sessions. I jumped in two sessions at the gym I work at, um, two cardio sessions and enjoyed them and felt like I can push myself and I'm getting something out of it. And it's just been such a good feeling. And that to me is so much more important than body image, especially from the amount of years I spent being so underweight and forcing myself to train. The amount of sessions that I did where I hadn't, I'd barely eaten or they were fasted or it was late at, you know, a night training session and I'd barely eaten that day and I filled up on water because I was so hungry and then I thought, oh, what a waste. What a waste of so many things, a waste of, oh, so many things. You don't get anything. And I know I, oh, I just, I can't. I have way too much knowledge now. And I did then, so I don't, like I can't say that, but I have too much knowledge now of what is happening with the biochemical processes in your body to fuel your body when you train, to know that if you train in star- like when you're starved, it's just going to break down your muscle tissue. I have broken down my own muscle tissue and my bone tissue. Like I'm trying to, rec- I've, like some of the effects from having my eating disorder have been osteopenia, so low bone density, and losing a period as I always say that one and that's something I'm very focused on getting back so not just physical performance but physical health and I talk about feeling so much more you know good like you can hear it in my voice I feel like so much more energetic I had the freaking busiest week this week and usually uh, you know the last few years of how malnourished I was I would feel so flat and I would have at least two days of the week where I felt I felt unwell. I felt so unwell. I had felt like I had chronic fatigue. And now I'm doing so much, a ridiculous amount. And I'm literally still like full of energy. So that in itself is so empowering. And it's just like being empowered. That is the key to have good body image or even just fight bad body image and the relationship I have with myself right now is strong and I think building a strong relationship with yourself where you value both who you are you value your health you value your happiness you value having positive mental health that having that relationship with yourself will help you to overcome you know the tendency to have disordered patterns of behavior or even the disordered thoughts And it's normal to have disordered thoughts. I think every human does. But being able to be like, what the hell? I don't want that for me. And act on that is so important. So the physical and the mental health has been very empowering with body image. Um, (laughs) I feel like there was another factor I wanted to talk about, but it's just not coming to me. It's just not coming to me right now. What was the other thing I wanted to say? Um, let me just keep talking while I try and think about that. But yeah, those have been really helpful with body image. And another thing I have done lately is 
sometimes journaling. I wrote a letter to my younger self and I wrote a letter to my eating disorder just in a diary, just for myself. And I feel like it has helped because it's allowed me to kind of reflect and review and analyze and realize what's more important in life. And oh, the last thing I do want to add. Okay, I know I'm rambling a lot, but something I did want to include in this was um, something that I do to, you know, empower myself, the way you talk to yourself. So the way you talk to yourself shapes the relationship you have with yourself and shapes who you are, how you think. And it's, you can't just expect to have positive thoughts. Some, some people it's normal, but some people you have to work hard to have positive thoughts and change your mindset. And that's something I've been doing lately. Um, and I told my psych the other week, one of the things I do sometimes, um, (laughs) I don't know why I'm saying this out loud. Um, but here we go. Do you know what? I do know why I'm saying this because I hope that maybe somebody else can take this, um, tactic and maybe use it to feel amazing. I like, for example, at training sometimes if I, cause I train in my crop top and shorts usually, unless it's the dead of winter. If I have bad body image and I'm, you know, have those thoughts where I think oh, I've started to like gain a bit of weight, I, you know, people expect, um, not expect, well, I think maybe like people expect me to be that girl that's like, you know, has an eating disorder or the one that's the tiniest one or the like whatever, whatever it's been the norm for you. And I worry like, oh, people are going to stare at me and think, wow, I've gained weight. And I remember having these thoughts weeks ago and I look back at pictures weeks ago and I'm like, whoa, I was still so tiny. Like, oh, the body image issues. Anyway, the reflection, the hindsight, you look back and you're like, I can't believe how I let myself stay in that place for so long. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is if I get these bad thoughts, sometimes I just think I literally just decide to make up my own story in my head and I'll just say to myself, nah, fucking no, they're just, they're just like, they're probably not even looking at me, but I just, if I'm, my brain's like, oh, everyone's going to look at me and think this, I'll just change it in my head and think, well, nah, I reckon everyone's going to look at me and think, whoa, she's a weapon. Like, look how strong she's got and look how fast she's running. And I'll just literally like walk in my powerful power position. You know how they always say like hands on your hips, chest out. And I'm not, I trust me, I'm not strutting around the truck being like, I'm better than anyone else. My shit doesn't stink. Not at all. But just in my head, instead of feeling crap, I'll just be like, nah, I look like, I look awesome. People look up to me and think, look at her, look at her confidence. I want to be that confident in myself. And then you kind of become more confident in yourself because you kind of just, it's like pretending you're pretending that you are. And then slowly you do become that confident. Like a few weeks ago, this is not really a body image related one. It was more just like a confidence related one, which I think they are in a, in a way related. I, I wore, um, if you guys have seen my Instagram stuff, you know, my like bandeau swirly matching set. So it's like a booty shorts and like literally a bandeau crop top. I wore that to the track and literally all my training partners were like, holy crap, you're, you're, um, I don't know if they said confident or you're brave, something like that. And then they were all like, it's so pretty. Like the amount of people that were like, oh my God, I love your set. But like how? It wasn't because it was like too raunchy or whatever. I think it was just because it was like literally a bandeau top. And you know, like that's a bit a bit um, risky to wear when you're running because if that falls down, you're topless. I wasn't worried because I don't have um, much to hold there. 
but it was a bit awkward. I wouldn't run in it again just because I felt like I had to fix it up and it started to slip most wraps. Not slip. It just felt like anyway, whatever, not the most comfortable thing. But when some people were like, whoa, I'd never wear that. You're so like confident. I love that for you. At first I was like, oh fuck, like I'm starting to feel a bit self-conscious right now. Should I not have worn this? Is this too extra? Is this attracting too much attention? And then I was like, actually, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to pretend I'm confident. I'm just going to be like, yeah, fuck it. Like, and I did. And then I felt great about it. And I was like, yeah, it's like <laughs> sick. So I think just being confident, like the only way to be confident is to work on it and to pretend you are and just to keep empowering yourself and encouraging yourself to find that confidence and be confident and then you start to be a more confident person and I I read in this book that I was reading like imagine who you want to be how they feel your most confident self how what do they say to themselves what do they think about themselves why are they confident think about them think about that person that you one day want to be and then you start being them like step into them and start being them you can't just think oh one day I'll be them so just picture the person that you want to be, the thoughts that you have, how you speak with yourself. What's that like? What's that person like in five years? What type of person are you going to be? Why don't you just start being them? Like however they think and talk to themselves, start doing it. If they tell themselves like good things, if they, if you struggle with an eating disorder, if they are able to eat when they're hungry, then do that. Like be the person, act like the person that you want to be. Because that's how you become the person that you want to be. And I'm not saying you have to change who you are at all. But if there are things about that, you know, you want to, you know, as I've been kind of saying, things about your relationship with yourself that you want to, I guess, improve or heal maybe, then the way that you speak to yourself is the way that you can do that. And it's not always going to be a passive process. You know, your body, your body, your brain, you might have negative thoughts when you look in the mirror and you have to actively change the things that you say to yourself and the way that you speak to yourself as I've said before in other podcasts and YouTube videos you spend a hundred percent of your time with yourself you wouldn't spend time with somebody who is nasty to you or makes you feel crap so you have to make you feel good and have a good relationship with yourself speak to yourself in a kind and loving way so you're happy in your own skin and happy with who you are Okay, this is editing Emmy. I've come back because I've listened through the episode and I got to this point and there was just a big gap. So I must have just been talking and not have pressed record. So basically, I'm going to wrap up this episode and end with a quote. So this episode's quote, honestly, there was a lot of quotes that I was tossing up between because I have some great ones. But I feel like this one, I feel like it's on the mark for this topic. And today's quote or this episode's quote is, let your dreams be bigger than your fears and your actions louder than your words. To me, that is whatever you're scared of, whatever you dream of in life could be much, much better. And you never know what, you know, what could come, what could you could do, what your life could be if you don't just take a leap of faith. With the action side of it, actions are always stronger than and louder than words. Don't tell someone you're going to do it. Just show them and do it. And it doesn't have to have anything to do with someone else. Don't tell yourself you're going to do something. Show yourself and do it. Okay, so that was this episode's podcast. I hope that you guys enjoyed this chat and this topic. As I said, there's some YouTube videos that will be coming soon with a lot more in it. And I I have so much more 
on this topic that I'm really passionate about talking about. So I'm really excited to create more episodes, more similar episodes on this topic. I'd really appreciate if you guys would let me know what you would like to hear particularly. I will do some posts on my Instagram to ask for your, you know, um, what you guys would like to hear. And if you did like this podcast, the support really does mean a lot too. So please share it with your friends, share it on your Instagram and tag at Immy's Insight. Follow the podcast at Immy's Insight. If you can rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use, that would be amazing too. And I hope you guys will join in, join me, listen in in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Bye. Oh my God, stop. That reminded me of like primary school. Remember when you did speeches and you're like, thanks for listening. Wait, was that a thing? Did I just imagine that? That was a really strange, um, when I said thank you for listening, I had like a bit of deja vu to like, was it, oh, do you remember show and tell? No, I'm sorry. I need to stop. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Bye guys. <laughs>